0: Hey guys, welcome to the I Don't Get It podcast. It's Ashley.
1: And it's not Lauren or Naz.
0: It's Jared.
1: Sorry to disappoint.
0: We thought the first podcast of our wedding month could be the two of us just talking at home at our kitchen table after dinner, Mm -hmm. after After a wedding planning meeting that we were at for like three hours. (laughs) Yeah, it was three a long hours. One. And I was late even.
1: Well, our wedding planner, uh, God bless his soul, great, great, great human being. He was on the podcast a couple of weeks ago. Love him to death. But he can be long winded. To be fair, you so can, can be we long winded I mean you. You <laughs> mean us. I'm pretty good with sound bites. Oh, okay. Jared Sound bites, we're both pretty bad.
0: I think you definitely take it a little further.
1: No. I was about to say, you take it further than me.
0: I may ramble about stupid shit more than you. Um, yeah. Yeah, but then sometimes you like tell the story too much. It's so, like people don't need those details.
1: Uh, Yes and no. It depends on what they well, it know. Depends, it depends some on some the time and place, context. though. I
0: mean, like the story of us, I wanted us to give all the details. Yes, we did. Yeah, but then there's certain things like the people thing
1: we did the other day where it was like, you know, everybody's getting a glimpse into our day to day lives right now. I
0: know, but you know what's funny is that um, when you were on the Almost Famous podcast, there were like some comments about us bickering. They like, was All I they the do is fun. bickering. A couple weeks ago in Tahoe.
1: Oh, that's right.
0: I was like, we're not bickering.
1: No, it's just how we treat each other. <laughs> <laughs> it's just our relationship. Yeah, we're so comfortable with each other. We don't mind bickering back and forth. I wouldn't that's what even you guys call it call bickering.
0: It. I would say like we're always just
1: talking at yeah, one another. Yeah, talking at one another.
0: Yeah. And we like correct each other all the time. Which yeah. is totally fine. Yeah. Um
1: I think that's a healthy relationship.
0: Like just to be open about what is like sort of annoying.
1: Yeah. Right? I would never have even thought that we'd bicker back and forth until you brought it up right now. That's like
0: a conversation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, Um, there's some questions that we need to just you know answer, and then we have a lot of fan questions that I'm going to pick and choose from.
1: So the first questions we're answering are not fan questions.
0: Um, They're sort of fan questions. Like I was given to them by Courtney, our um, podcast manager.
1: Shout out to Courtney.
0: Courtney kills it. Courtney totally set up our honeymoon.
1: She's just. Dominating.
0: She really. She 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 also hooked us up with something that's going to help us make our place more of our our own together and less of Lauren's. Um, yeah, but really? Courtney I don't Slays. Yeah, Modsy, I told you.
1: Um, I probably wasn't. Paying he attention.
0: literally doesn't pay attention half the time.
1: But half the time, I do pay attention. I'd say that's pretty good for a man. Yeah.
0: Um, okay, so well, she now has. Now you're some-
1: stereotyping Ashley.
0: Oh no! Don't get don't get started, Jared, and his man-female double, double standards. No, I think well, we should do an entire podcast on what you feel like women get double standards on. No,
1: listen, I fully understand the. Uh, I don't want people to think that I'm some sort of misogynist.
0: You're not
1: uh, at all. Women should uh, should be treated equally. The fact that they get paid less or have been paid less in the past is absurd. Women, I will say, are far tougher than men. Because if men had to give birth, half the population would die.
0: You mean we'd have a far
1: less pup. I don't think I could ever give birth.
0: I don't think you could either. I uh, think you would actually choose not to have children because you couldn't go through it.
1: Potentially, it's <laughs> it's the it's the nine months of pregnancy. Nine months. I That's think a for long you, time. you get
0: too freaked out of the birth. I think the delivery like makes you wheezy. Yeah, Weezy. it makes me
1: wheezy. It's just that Weezy. area. He said wheezy. Wheezy and queasy. It gives me all the feels. It's just, I'm, I'm with horror movies, I'm fine with blood and guts and all that stuff. But for some reason, the female anatomy in that whole region, whenever that gets um, <sighs> torn or, uh, you know, uh hurt in any way it's just such a sensitive part of the body maybe that's
0: nice that you think of it like that but do you <sighs> think about your own
1: no it's different area guys like guys it hangs out you know it's just kind of there if we get kicked in the balls it gets it gives me a stomach ache you know i get yeah. queasy from the feeling of it but like it's also just because in movies you know there's it's just like such a painful area that opens legit it just opens it's, but it's
0: because it's to our bodies it's an endurance to our bodies yeah, maybe it gets, like, like it's part of eyes and then it's for you so... guys it's like external so you feel like it's not it's not like part it, it's
1: like a of wound it. that gets opened up that's a horrible analogy and i understand that i'm a dumb man speaking upon the female <laughs> anatomy but it's just like it it's like a cut I, it's a bat but it's like and then it just opens and it spreads <laughs> till, to have this this eight pound human being come out of it it's really like weird. the idea of seeing a head pop out of that oh god I'm gonna pass out
0: yeah so Jared it's getting hot in here will not be looking down there when we do have kids.
1: No, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a baby.
0: Why would I ever want to show you that? I don't even care. Like- well,
1: I understand why people want to see it. Like, there's a part of me that wants to see it. It's the birth of our child.
0: Yeah, but I don't want you to see it, I mean, because I know that you will never be able to see me the same again.
1: No, I don't think that's don't the case. I
0: don't know about that.
1: I- I've heard a lot of stories where guys uh, will look below the curtain, so to speak, uh, open up the hood, look underneath uh sorry i made myself laugh and they'll especially during birth they'll look at it as this beautiful moment you know and not look at it in any type of sexual way obviously not sexual but just like See, it's, it's not your vagina anymore. It's like this, this beautiful moment of, of birth and, and life. Yeah.
0: And I don't know if you're going to be one of those guys, but I, I think, see myself. I think like maybe when the kid's like really coming out, you can do that. But I think if it's like, just like, you know, I'm super dilated.
1: Yeah. I don't want to see you dilated. <laughs> if, if our child, you know, knock on wood, as long as we get to that point is coming out.
0: Well, as long as we get to no, that
1: uh, point. Not that's... with marriage, but I always, you know, you knock on wood, health reasons, whatever can, happens. Yeah. Yeah, if we we're
0: able to get pregnant, of course,
1: that's what I meant to say. Okay. Um, anyway, questions okay, we have, so we have questions. I know
0: we can really probably babble the entire time, but um, the first question is, How are we feeling with one month to go? Who,
1: who, who came up with these questions, by the way? These are these are fans. Courtney's
0: questions, I think, oh, because okay, she thinks gotcha. that it will answer gen- like the general audience
1: cares. Well, I trust Courtney with anything, so. Here we go.
0: Okay, so how do we feel, you know, with being within our wedding month right now? How do you feel? I think with Jared and I have the same sentiment. It's like we just feel like we haven't been able to enjoy this period so much because there's been so much planning and like things to do. Like we're yeah. constantly there's constantly a new to-do list that we need to like cross things off with.
1: Yeah, I agree. It's been hard it's been hard to enjoy wedding planning for the past I'd say 2 months 2 months probably yeah just because you get into the logistics of everything now and the clock's ticking and if anything gets messed up then you only have a short amount of time to fix it before it was planning months in advance and we got the venue and the dress and the tuxes and you know all that nice stuff and now we're paying for the nice stuff
0: yeah, we're almost done paying. We have one more thing.
1: Yeah, it's it's in, you know, obviously your dad is... Well, we your, have a your couple parents, more
0: things. But.
1: Yeah, your parents have been incredibly helpful throughout this entire process. Um, But I think it's just, you know, making everybody happy. And it's there's just so many moving pieces because we're getting married in Rhode Island. And in my head, that's not a destination wedding because it's home. But at the same time, it's a destination wedding for... 60, 70, 70, 75% of our wedding
0: guests? Um, I don't know, 70, 70, I guess. 30% is probably in Rhode Island. Yeah.
1: So there's a lot of people flying in and moving parts, and we want to make sure that our friends feel comfortable flying into Rhode Island or Boston, make sure they have transportation, they're good to go. But we also have to focus on our wedding as well while also trying to enjoy it. It's a lot. It's good. It's all good things. all gravy. Yeah a little stress-filled.
0: It's just annoying that, you know, by the time I feel like I can calm down about it, it's going to be, like, the day. And then I never really got to... I think for me, I always... I can't enjoy things until I know they're going to be perfect. Mm -hmm. And I know people say that, like, you can't think of your wedding day as, like, it has to go perfectly. But people are always like, are you excited? Are you excited? It's like, well, I'm excited to sign the paperwork with Jared and, you know, marry him. But the wedding... I'm like, I hope it goes all correctly because I know my personality, and you know that if something didn't go right that I had planned my entire life, if my visions don't go the way I imagine them, I get really moody. All right. We need to take a break for one of our sponsors. I love this sponsor. A couple of weeks ago, when we had the nutritionist on the podcast, we were talking about girls' sex drives and how hormonal imbalances can really take a toll on them. And girls aren't, you know, desiring sex as much as their male counterparts. But it's not weird or abnormal for a woman to have a low libido. It's actually quite the opposite. Women have been given a pat on the shoulder and ignored when it comes to this issue, which is very real and it's a very common concern. So you got to stop doubting yourself and reclaim the sex drive that feels best for you. For hers.com, and it's F O R h e r s dot com is a new women 's wellness brand that is putting your body back in control. It is fought for by a woman for women for hers is helping women reclaim their sex drives to allow them to allow them to feel bold and confident. There's no need to take time out of your busy day, go to the doctor, because for hers provides access to licensed doctors online who can determine if you are a candidate for a prescription medication to treat hypoactive sexual desire disorder. The doctor is going to evaluate you and prescribe you a treatment for HSDD if they think that is appropriate for you and they're going to deliver it straight to your door so you don't even have to go to the pharmacy if this is something that you know you feel a little bit shy about you don't have to you don't have to go out of the house and talk about it and you don't need to have the pharmacist see what you're getting comes to your door and is the only they have the only fda approved drug on the market to address hsdd which is again the hyposexual desire disorder for a woman So let's get the playing field a little bit more equal here and reclaim the sex drive that you deserve. Our listeners can get started for only $29 by going to forhers.com slash get it right now while supplies last. And it's also subject to doctor approval. Important safety information applies. You can see the website for full details. And if you're interested, go to ForHers, F-O-R-H-E-R-S dot com slash get it. ForHers.com slash get it. Restrictions apply. See website for full details and safety information. You're stressing I, me out with your hair playing.
1: Sorry, I'm massaging my head. I'm constantly thinking
0: that Jared's going to pull his hair out.
1: Yeah, you know, I don't know. Maybe I'll get hair plugs. Um, <laughs> I think as long as the ceremony goes well, you'll be fine.
0: That's true. That's the big one. Yeah, yeah,
1: Ceremony goes well, we're golden. Yeah. Things can get messed up at the reception. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You know, I tend to be right about a lot of things. Actually, I'm kidding. I'm, 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 I'm wrong about quite often. I remember there was a time in my life I actively went against my gut. When was that? With know, me? Years ago. <laughs> no, because I always thought my gut was wrong.
0: You always used to think your gut was wrong? Yeah.
1: So if I went in the opposite direction of what my gut was telling me, then I'd be right.
0: Why would if you I think, ever my gut was wrong. think that your gut was wrong?
1: I don't know. Always led me astray.
0: You're a wacky but man. But then I
1: wonder if it was more of my gut or my head. It's really hard to separate the two when you're thinking about what you should be doing. You know? Yeah. Always, people are always like, follow your heart, not your head. It's like, uh, sometimes I don't know which one is talking to me. <laughs> Is it really? alone on that? Yeah.
0: Well, in this room, you are alone on that.
1: All right, never mind. I'm usually
0: able to tell.
1: It's hard for me to tell, but I think that's just because I'm in my head too much.
0: You're just so totally in your head too much, constantly. You just have to think about it really quickly, and be like boom, what was which was what? Does that make sense? Yeah. Because you just go you twirl the ideas twirl, over and twirl. over until they get entangled.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. Pretty sure my entire thought process is intertangled right now anyway
0: moving on. jared's a bad good kiss oh totally (laughs) Uh, okay um so what so i guess what we're not looking forward to is like for me i'm not looking forward to any visions being killed (laughs) um and i don't and i'm not happy about the fact that i can't really enjoy it until we're there am i the only bride who's felt this way
1: Felt like what?
0: Like I can't enjoy it until like we are there that weekend.
1: No, I think everybody who goes through wedding planning gets to a certain point where they're just ready for the day to get here. Yeah, because there's so much anticipation and build up and planning. You just want to be with your friends. Yeah. Maybe not even day, but just you know the week, weekend, whatever. Yeah, I'm
0: just looking forward to that Thursday. Me too. Yeah. So, what forward. are you not looking forward to?
1: Um. You know what I'm not looking forward to is that our dog Lois will be walking down the aisle before you in a nice, pretty dress, and at that moment,
0: you're gonna want to. Marry I have her. to
1: actively choose not to marry Lois, and that's gonna be really hard for me. And I'm gonna see her walk away. I'm gonna see Lois walk away from me. Oh my gosh. That's going to be really hard for me.
0: My mom picked out her dress today. It's white. Though. I'm like, Mom, this is a white dress. If there is one. Which is kind of ironic because you kind of want to marry her.
1: If there is one soul within this entire wedding that can wear a white dress besides the bride, yeah. it's Lois. Yeah,
0: it has gold detail.
1: Um, what am I not looking forward to the most? I, oh God, that's actually a very good question because I'm looking forward to a lot. Um, of the day of, mm-hmm. I'm not and sure. And the
0: days leading up,
1: I guess the only thing maybe I'm oh the days leading up,
0: like the two days leading up that we are calling like our celebration week.
1: Uh, I'm not looking forward to the family drama that I know will occur the days leading up. I'm
0: concerned about family drama too because I'm concerned about some of my family members drinking a little bit too much, and I'm concerned about one of your cousins getting into drama like he did at your sister's wedding. <laughs>
1: Oh, i don't remember that what how do
0: you not remember that
1: oh yeah 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 uh well <laughs> the thing about my family that i uh love and hate at the same time is that my family looks for drama they're actively looking for it whether they realize it or not
0: who though like i don't want to call you anyone out but know like
1: exactly who And yeah? it's multiple people it's i think in- it's just
0: because they're highly emotional people i don't know if they're like seeking drama out
1: Totally, they're very emotional people. But that's what I mean. Okay. You know, because if any small thing happens, I'm highly emotional, and I don't, and
0: I'm dramatic in the sense that I'm dramatic within myself. Mm -hmm. But I'm not like I don't like to start drama with people.
1: No, but like if something small happens, you know, you know, people within my family would be like, okay, this this needs to this needs to be resolved. Like, it's already resolved. Like, no, 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 no. we need we need to get it done. And it's like you're making it a bigger deal than it is, which is bringing stress. That's why I'm so stressed. But um, I love my family more than anything in life. And that's one of the things that I love about my family is that they're so entertaining because they do make such small things into this big productions, which is very entertaining to hang out with because it's always going to be something. You're never going to be bored.
0: I can't even possibly think about what kind of drama they can create.
1: Not drama, but I just know the days leading up like – I don't want to throw anybody's name out there. Are they going to complain? Not complain, but it's just going to be like, oh, well, you know, this is like, you better watch out for that one. And it's like, what, what are they going to do? What are they going to do? I They're mean, they have can't a glass. do that much. That's what I mean. Yeah. But to my family's point of view, it'll be the biggest thing. This is really hard to explain without name dropping, yeah. so we're just going to move on from Okay, it.
0: but like, I didn't think anything could happen at my bridal shower and then like, what, look what happened the night before.
1: Well, that was. This is all
0: cryptic, guys. So sorry, my there was yeah. a, a, an accident. There it was an blood, <laughs> and it was kind of crazy. Uh, it was crazy in the moment. It was for, crazy in the moment. Second, yeah,
1: we were a little nervous.
0: So I guess anything could happen. Somebody could fall off the boat. <laughs>
1: <laughs> then falling off the boat
0: I'm just, hypoth- you know, um, hypothetical situations here.
1: Anyway. But the, uh, yeah, I, I think probably logistically the thing that I'm looking forward to the least is photos during cocktail hour. Me
0: too. I just want to do... I think we I were even there. like a little bit... We had this run through today. And I was almost like ignoring our photographer a little bit because I was like, you take me away from the fun.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, it's, it's not so much taking yes they're taking us away from the fun and
0: we have to take pictures all the time and our in our lives we end up having to do like photo shoots and stuff and it just i think jared gets a little bit moody about it
1: no that's different that's very different yeah it's not moody it's just sometimes when we're out we're very first i want to say this we're very lucky and grateful that there are people out there who are excited to meet us. I'll never forget that first moment when somebody came up and said, can I please have a picture with you? And I was like, are you sure? Because it, it, I'm lame.
0: That's not what I was meant, babe.
1: No, what I meant I was meant, that I like, meant like a g- Plenty
0: of Fish shoot that we had the other day.
1: Well, that's different. That's a production I meant thing. Job, job photo shoots. Oh, well, that's not different. Not meet and greets. I love meet and greets. That's 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 different. It, it's work. Yeah. Just like anybody. You, Do you think
0: that this is going to feel like a work photo shoot?
1: No, 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 no. I don't okay. think so at all. The only thing I, I I'm nervous, not looking forward to within that moment is that I'm sure there will get to a point after you know 40 minutes of pictures where our photographer, who's fantastic, will want to make sure she has the perfect picture. So she's going to you know take as many as she can. Where I think you and I will be like, okay, we're done. Like, let's, we want, we got all the pictures we need. Let's go in. Yeah. And then I'm sure that the wedding photographer will, will, are we saying her name, by the way? Yeah, Yeah, that's Rebecca. Rebecca, Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure Rebecca just wants to make sure she has the perfect picture for us, you know, which is very sweet. So it's kind of like that balance of us trying not to get annoyed when she's just trying to do what's best for us.
0: I could see ourselves like taking pictures and then like people being like, oh, hello, hello. And then I could be like, ah, I'm sorry. I'll talk to you later. Yeah. You know?
1: like random people coming up?
0: No. Like friends. Do you think people are going to be like... I guess people... I I guess I'm just all confused. No.
1: I mean, I'm excited. Like, it's... You know what? Here's the thing. I'm not looking forward to the we, most.
0: Or we sound horrible, but No, we don't sound horrible. I think we sound horrible. No. I'm talking about- We're
1: actively looking for things we're not looking forward to.
0: Okay, I guess That's so. That's That was good. the question.
1: Yeah, we're, we're looking okay. forward to everything. I I'm, guess
0: I don't- I'm, I'm concerned about being pulled away in the middle of conversations, like I, somebody like tabbing me on the shoulder. I agree. And that concerns me because I always like to like give somebody like my full moment and attention. And if I see somebody standing in my peripheral waiting, it gets me all stressed out
1: i'm not I'm nervous about being pulled away from people that I really want to spend time with on mm-hmm. my wedding day because mm-hmm. I want you with my really close family and friends people that I love and care about and that have been so close with me and we've always talked about us getting married and starting families and like you know crazy stuff like that right mm-hmm. and as much as I love everybody that's coming to the wedding uh, you know I'm nervous about being in like this really cool moment with somebody i really care and love for that's in my family and then you know people coming up be like hey what's up how's it going and it's like okay please i need a minute because i'm having a really good moment here
0: well that's why like, you and i when we're at weddings of people who we like are friends with but aren't super close to we always just go up for like a two-minute chat and we're like we're gonna let you go you know yeah i think you should just I think everybody should get like their 2 minute chat in and then once that's done then like then the bride and groom Yeah, but it's come. hard
1: because it's just everybody at the wedding I also want to spend time with. Like everybody that's coming I want to spend time
0: with. Yeah. I know when but I look at our list at- I get really excited.
1: Yeah. But it's hard because obviously, yeah, I want to spend more time with my parents than I do somebody else.
0: Well, we're going to have but a couple of days with them throughout, which I I'm think we can dedicate time to the close family and the bride, bridesmaids and the groomsmen so that we don't have yeah. to worry about them getting like, you know, lots know. of solo time.
1: But then there's like people I haven't seen in a while that's coming that I want to like spend time with, you know, some of my friends that are coming that I just, I think, yeah. That sucks to be like, I don't want two-minute conversations with them, you know? Yeah. There's a lot of, actually, probably everybody coming to the wedding that I know. I don't know some of your family, obviously, coming. I'm you don't
0: know, like, all my family coming. You don't no. know a lot of my friends that are coming, which is really weird and, like, almost sometimes annoying when we're going down the list and you, like, say their name wrong and then I'm like, Jared, that person means a lot to me, and I feel like you're belittling them. It's not
1: belittling. I just don't know them. And I'm very bad at pronouncing names. <laughs> really bad. It's the Rhode Island in me. <laughs> what do I'm, you mean? Actually, I was listening to the Rewatchables podcast, which... It's I'm, a
0: great listen. Yeah, um, it's
1: awesome. So yeah. anyway, Bill Simmons is from Boston. He hosts it. And he was talking about the Boston accent. And then he said, yeah, he was talking about different... in." Uh, inflections of the mm-hmm. accent and how some suburbs don't get the Boston accent and then he was like, yeah, and the Rhode Island accent is the Boston accent except drunk.
0: Really? Yeah. Because yeah. like the, the SAR and stuff? Sorry,
1: yeah, because we just, we sound even worse. Did Worst. they
0: say did they say SAR in Boston?
1: We add R's to words that don't have them and we drop R's that in words that do have them.
0: Like drawer?
1: drawer yeah jared I calls
0: it drawer. or sore
1: yeah i saw our movie
0: i know i can't stand that it's
1: bad yeah, yeah I'm, I saw school our system. I'm sorry babe
0: i know that's why we're not moving to rhode island guys it's our movie to massachusetts no, stop
1: that it also was me i wasn't the greatest student growing up College, Your schools are
0: not the highest ranked schools, but Boston's number one, or Massachusetts, Massachusetts number one. is number Massachusetts up there,
1: obviously. Massachusetts has a very good public school system.
0: I don't want to pay for private school. We're
1: moving forward. <laughs> moving on from this conversation. Okay,
0: well, we should move on from the wedding because I think a lot of people have heard so much about the wedding. They have. From Almost Famous to the wedding podcast we just did with Troy. So well, I'm sorry that we just spent 20 minutes. We
1: are beyond We're excited We're so excited.
0: For the we are so excited and... I, there's like so many moments. I just think that for both of us, it doesn't even feel surreal yet. It just doesn't yep. feel, it doesn't feel, it feels surreal. It does not feel at all real. I don't know if it's going to, I don't think it's going to feel real until the morning I wake up.
1: I think it will feel real.
0: At the rehearsal dinner? Yeah, the rehearsal I don't think the boat's like, going to make me feel real. It's like, I, oh, we're uh, going on a boat with friends.
1: I don't know. It's different. Yeah. We're going to be the center of attention. We're going to, people are going to be coming up and. I'm hoping people will make it feel a little different. I mean, we have to do a bit, as best a job as possible. I hope I'm told a million times uh, over the rehearsal dinner that, like, "Holy crap, you're getting married, man!" Yeah, I want to hear that ten million times. Yeah, because so, after the wedding, I'm never going to hear it again.
0: Yeah, I know. Now I'm just married. Yeah, now I want to really savor the next
1: yeah I amount really, of
0: time. It's hard though. It's stressful. It is, anyway, it's so annoying. Forward. It's just so annoying because. I want to be so excited and I am very excited, excited. but it's just like, I don't even feel like it's real yet. And I don't feel like.
1: You know what though? What? Every couple. Says this? Every couple absolutely says this. Really? And goes through this exact same thing. Yeah. How many people have told us it flies by?
0: I'm also such a perfectionist that I'm like, okay, yeah, but it's going to be, is it going to be perfect? Like oddly, this is like super crazy. I keep thinking about when we're going to sign the paperwork. Why am I so focused on that? I love the thought of signing the paperwork.
1: Well, you want to be, well, because we'll be officially married when we do that. I
0: know. Like that is, that means a lot to me, I think.
1: Yeah. It would mean a lot to me as well if I was marrying me. <laughs> I was trying to be funny and it really came out just. That dumb. was
0: not funny. I
1: know. It's so stupid. Oh no. Bad joke. If I
0: did, well, didn't want to be so lazy, I'd cut this out of it.
1: No, it's funny.
0: Okay. Well. I'm,
1: it's funny because it's not funny.
0: Gotta yeah, take a minute for one of our sponsors. They are fab. They are fit and they're also fun. And the fall box is on sale right now. Fab, fab and fun um, of all the promotions that we do here on the podcast or on Instagram are one of those things that. People really do love they tell us when i meet them they'll be like i order the fabfit fun box using your code and i love it so much and i'm not just making up these stories guys so many people have bought the fabfit fun box because of well me um the bachelor girls and it's become a favorite of so many there's like two million boxes in the world now which is crazy Um, The Fall Box, like I said, is on sale right now. The box is filled with full-size premium beauty, fitness, lifestyle, home, and wellness products. And it's delivered straight to your door every season, four times a year. It's like Christmas. The Fall Box is the perfect way to treat yourself and other friends When the cool weather comes and there's a whole bunch of things, um, you're transitioning from summer vibes to cozy fall sweaters, and they are going to have, like, you know, cozy things. And they have cozy things in this box. They have fall things. They're all themed. These boxes sell out really fast, like, so fast that when I have to do ads for them, they're like, you've got to get it up today because there's, like, two more boxes left at the warehouse. Okay? So... They actually sell out. I remember when I got my first box, I was like, oh, wow, this is a box of things that I'm all going to use. And even when I go through stuff for donations, I am like, I look at my FabFitFun box. I was like, well, can't donate anything in there. I literally want to use every single product. Um, you can go to the website, fatfitfun.com to explore and become more familiar with the brand and the product. And you can also personalize your boxes these days. It's not like you, everybody gets the same box. You can go online and pick and choose from a lot of different options. It's really cool. So again, Fund is a seasonal subscription box with full-size products. It retails for $49.99, and it always has a value of over $200 and they say a value over 200 but they're just trying to be conservative there because sometimes it's a value of over 300, a value of over 350, it's quite impressive. And when you use this coupon code get it, you're going to get $10 off your first box at fabfitfun.com. Again, use the coupon code Get it, G E T I T, for $10 off your first box at fabfitfun.com. All right, guys, highly recommend getting a FabFitFun box. You're probably like the only person out there if you're listening to it and don't get one. So, you know, just a little peer pressure, join the club. All right, let's get back to the show. My the other question of vague questions is um, honeymoon plans and I wanted to definitely tell you guys about where we're going on our honeymoon considering um, Courtney helped us book it with Booking.com. We are going to Capri, Italy. We're going to the Amalfi Coast in Italy. We're going to do four days in each of those places and then we're going to go do five days in Santorini. Jared and I have both been to Italy, but Jared has never been to Capri. I've never been to a Mafia. Both of us have never been to a Mafia. Mm-hmm. I've been to San I've been to Sorrento, so I suppose it's pretty close.
1: Um I haven't been to any of the locations we're going to, which I'm very excited to see.
0: I'm excited that we're going to like loungy, kind of more like beach locales and totally. not touristy sites.
1: Yeah. I think both you and I are on the same page that we want our honeymoon to be Zen.
0: Yeah, and, and we, we are just going lay
1: out and eat and Just chill eat, drink, and, and be on the water. The because best. it gets tough when you have an itinerary. Yeah. And whether it be a honeymoon, a vacation, anything, it's tough because sometimes when you try to pack so much in because you want to see everything. Then it doesn't it feel like a vacation. It gets a little overwhelming.
0: Yeah. And I, th- well, I don't, I know that you went with your ex-girlfriend, so I'm sure that you had romantic experiences in, in Italy, but I was the most tourist when we went to Italy. So it was like, boom, 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 boom. And I was exhausted the entire way. So I'm just looking forward to an enjoyable experience. And the last question we have on Courtney's list of questions is, how long do we want to wait until we get pregnant?
1: I don't know. We'll see how the wedding night goes. Jared.
0: (laughs) Not then, guys.
1: No, we're, I mean, we're 2020. We've been saying yeah, it for a while. We're going to figure out in 2020 and see where we're at with everything. You know, obviously everybody, go, you know, everybody who wants to s- start planning to have a family goes through exactly what we would be going through as well. Financing, living location, um, where we're at uh, with work. Um, a lot of factors go into it. Yeah. So it's hard to be like, oh, this is when we're going to start. Another wonderful
0: I- factor is that I need to break out again with pimples. Yeah,
1: I think that factor is low on the list, but I got you. Yeah, but like
0: I don't think you know how low my self esteem I get.
1: Well, you will be married by then.
0: I know, but it doesn't matter.
1: I agree. No, I understand. You know, like I I feel bad about about myself. Well, we'll see. You don't know what's going to happen, but Mm. anyway, yeah, yeah, twenty twenty.
0: That's because I have to go off birth birth control, you guys, and my retinol, and my spironolactone. It's just
1: really going to be a mess. Jared's going to be
0: like, "Why the hell is your face so full?" Like, you don't know, have no idea how my face is so full.
1: I will never say that while you're pregnant.
0: No. Okay, yeah. And then I'm going to get on spironolactin right away when I'm done. All right. Let's get on to some advice for from the audience. Okay. I love this question because Jared can relate, I think. Um, it says, why are you on your phone? I'm listening. No, you're not.
1: I am. Okay. said Jared can relate. I was waiting for you to ask the question.
0: Okay, Jared can relate. He goes, what do you do when your boyfriend gets mad about something that has nothing to do with you And he lets that affect everything. He can get very short with me and his attitude completely changes. I know he's aware of it because he realizes it right after he does it and will apologize sometimes. But other times I don't think he sees it. I always want to make people happy, so I try to make him feel better. But I think most of the time I just make it worse, which makes me feel terrible because it kind of becomes a cycle. Got any advice? So what do you think? What do you think you should do? I say it's relatable because you get set off about things that don't have to do with me. You barely ever get annoyed with me, but you get annoyed at a lot of things. Well, I get
1: annoyed at you sometimes. It's like you get annoyed at me. I mean, That's not... I don't want to pretend we never get annoyed at each other.
0: No, that's true. But when you get moody, it usually doesn't have to do with me.
1: No, exactly. When I get no, moody, it's like more you usually a reflection me. on me. Yeah. It's because I think I never want to be a bother to anybody. I never want to feel as if I can't do something. Like, I just want to be able to handle things myself. And if I can't do it, I'm going to be pissed about it. And so I think sometimes I get mad when I feel like... that I just can't deal with a situation by myself. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, but there's other reasons you get moody besides Uh, that.
1: Well, I'll tell you. But that's not the question
0: at hand here. The question is... How she wants to do what I do, which is like, I feel like you're, you're not in a good mood. Uh I want to make you happy. What can I do to make you happy? And she's saying that he doesn't like it when she tries to make him happy and then it becomes this bad cycle. So I guess the advice would be to leave him alone when he's in those moods. Like, what do you want me to do?
1: Um, yeah, you know what? Isn't the worst thing either. This could go either way, though. Give it back to him a little bit.
0: Give him mood back?
1: Yeah. No, you wouldn't like that. Sometimes I, I sometimes it helps. Because sometimes I need to check myself. Because when I get mad, you know, I get really quiet. Mm-hmm. And I'll get defensive.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I won't want to talk about things. And sometimes when you... Are too nice about not it? not too nice, but it's just <laughs> like when you give me space, it's good. I'm not saying it's not, but sometimes when you give it back to me a little bit, it's really good too, because it makes me kind of have to rise to the occasion. I know that sounds weird, but to almost not in a negative way, you would, it would be, it would be bad if you're like, you're ridiculous. You're being stupid. Get out of it. That would be bad. But if you came at me and said i can't deal with this you're being really rude towards me and i don't deserve this i a lot of times it makes me kind of it forces me to take a breath and, and get out of my funk
0: really because yeah. even when i go and i'm like you're not easy you you i don't know if you like that
1: but no i mean anytime what do i ever say when you say i'm not easy
0: You usually say you're right, but there has been times where you're like, and you think you're easy?
1: No, of course, right? But it's what happens, you know, in relationships. Sometimes you go back and forth. Um, And so sometimes when you, I think it's all about their approach, right? Because if this girl talks to her significant other and says, hey, listen, I understand you're mad, but the way you're treating me in this moment, I don't deserve because I didn't do anything towards you. You know, depends on what he's doing. If he's yelling or something, that's ridiculous. I don't but if think he's...
0: he is. I think he's just like, you know, not fun to be around.
1: Yeah. But sometimes when when you're, like for me, sometimes when I'm forced to put things in perspective, it really makes me check myself and take a breath and then realize, okay, Jared, shut up.
0: Well, I always you try know? to tell you everybody's happy, healthy, and safe. Mm-hmm. That's all that matters because one day it won't be like that. And then uh, you're going to think back on the times where you stressed out because of an Instagram photo. Doesn't it, didn't do it well.
1: suck? God, it sucks. Just to think of all the things we stress out about and it doesn't matter. I
0: know. And we just complained about like wedding stress for 20 minutes and it doesn't, that doesn't matter.
1: It really makes me question the point of existence sometimes. Not the point of existence Dude, to, the, to the extent where, you oh, well, you should just give up, but in terms of kind of culturally, uh, the way we were brought up, society, all that good stuff, because, you know, what are you looking around for? No, nothing. Oh, uh, It just makes me, uh, yeah, it makes me curious about a lot of things.
0: Well, I think we all just need to put things in perspective way more than we usually do.
1: I agree. You have to have balance in life.
0: Ah, you guys. It's time to talk about my favorite flats. You guys know it by now. They're Rothy's. They're Meghan Markle's favorite flats too. If a royal like Meghan wears them, I mean, you know that they're the comfiest flats ever. They don't cut the back of your heel. They are the only... Flats I've ever worn that don't cut the back of my heel. And what's really cool about them is they're made out of recycled plastic water bottles. They're also machine washable. And I have friends that have wanted to steal them out of my closet. They have nearly 1000 perfect reviews. They're stylish, sustainable, comfortable. And washable. And they're all in one one pair of shoes. It's so impressive. And you can just kind of throw them into your purse sometimes. This is what I do if you're wearing heels. And then they just really they fit into any sort of like tote bag. And they complete your outfit. Like, they make your outfit look super cute. They're stylish and versatile. They go with anything from yoga pants to dresses and skirts. And they come in a wide variety of colors and patterns. And they're available in four different different silhouettes. I like the one with the rounded toe. I feel like a ballerina in them. And they also launch new styles and patterns every couple weeks. So and they sell it constantly. So you kind of keep checking back, if you become obsessed, you're going to be like, all right, well, I need a new pair and I want another cute print and they're really, really awesome, you guys. I know that I've talked them up a lot, but I'm just impressed by the fact that they're flats that don't hurt my feet. I also want to take a second here to talk about the environmental component of Rafi's. They have diverted over 25 million water bottles from landfills to make these shoes. I'm going to repeat that again, 25 million million water bottles have been converted into Rothys shoes. They have a zero waste factory and they ship directly in the shoe box, no unnecessary packaging. They're, they've they been called by BuzzFeed, your forever shoes, and one of Yahoo's editors recently called them the most comfortable flats she's ever owned. So head over to rothys.com slash get it to check out all the styles that are available right now, rothys.com, that dot com slash get it to get your new favorite pair of flats. Comfort, style, sustainability—they are the shoes you've been waiting for. So head to rothys.com/slash/get it today. Most things are not that big of a deal.
1: No, I agree. How do, I guess the question—the root of the root of that—is how how do you how do you get to that point? I think how in the you, moment
0: of like real like stress and anger, you kind of just say, "Okay, let's think about what really matters in life and how." This is going to be one week from now.
1: Yeah, but even sometimes with me, I have a hard time getting to that point because for not a long period of time, but for a split second, I do want to throw a pity party for myself, like in my own head. Really? Yeah. Not saying it's good, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but it's true, right? Because you don't want to put things in perspective because when you put things in perspective, you're kind of shaming yourself to an extent.
0: No. Well,
1: I'm not saying that's a bad thing either because we talked about it last podcast how I, I'm, I'm, I shame myself, and there's nothing wrong with that. I don't think. Um, you know, when you shame other people, then you're, you know, getting into bad territory. But if you can have a, a healthy balance with looking at yourself and saying, you need, to get, you need to get better. Like for me, sometimes, you know, I'm dramatizing. I, this is all in my head. I don't actively like point at myself in the mirror, but it's like you're you, go to the gym.
0: Which yeah. is crazy. But.
1: Exactly. It's like you have love handles. Go to the gym. Go. Right now. You know? And love might... handles
0: are great. Think about the name you do.: And
1: I don't have love handles. You don't. I do. That's what you're supposed to say.
0: I do. But
1: back to the whole perspective <laughs> thing. You do. Yes, you're fantastic. <laughs> um, um, it's hard, right? Because in that moment, you just want to think that, no, I'm the victim here. I can feel bad about myself sometimes, you know? I can be sad sometimes, but you also want to have some self awareness and know, okay, it could be a lot worse. I have a roof over my head, um, you know. I'm I'm with a, a person who really cares about me. I I you know I can watch TV when I want. You know, dumb things that a lot of people in this world don't have the the opportunities. To have, like you do, you know? Like right now, I can turn the TV on and I can watch Impractical Jokers.
0: Yeah, but when I think about putting things in perspective, I think my parents don't have cancer. Well,
1: there's a lot of things you could put in perspective, of I course. I think
0: every time you're stressed about something stupid, you should definitely think, like, we are all healthy.
1: Yeah, sometimes I don't think of that because this uh, is skin deep. Okay. Uh, it's scary being away so far away from your family, right?
0: Yeah, I know, but I know that you're very like sensitive about that. Well, I think a lot of
1: people are. I think uh, parent abandonment Which is a huge you fear. You don't
0: think about that because you feel bad because you don't get to see them every day and then you think yeah, like today I feel they don't like have cancer, time. but tomorrow they may.
1: Yeah, I feel like I'm losing time. I mean, we all are. We're all losing time. Every day that goes by, it's hard. Because you want to appreciate every day you have. But every day you have is one less day you're on this earth.
0: Well, now you sound like the Rob Thomas song.
1: I know, but it's true. I
0: know, but this is how I've... Great song, This way. is what's really weird is since we've been together... Like, I used to... Like, this sounds bad, but, like, almost wish away my life until I found someone. I've told you this before. No. Yeah, I used well, to, like, wish away my life. No,
1: because you're also... Think no. of all those moments you had with your dad and your mom and your sister. I'm sure you wouldn't trade those for anything in the world. No, even of though course I wasn't not. There.
0: But what I mean is like when I would go to bed, I'd be like, I'm one day closer to finding my husband.
1: Yeah, but it's when we were young and felt invincible.
0: Yeah, totally. But then as soon as we got together, you and I started thinking like, oh, this is one day we have less with our parents.
1: Or one day less we have with each other.
0: Well, yeah, I thought about that too. Yeah. which also used to make me cry sometimes.
1: Well, don't cry. Um, I think obviously we think of our parents more because they're older. older. Yeah, but it's scary, you know. It's it but- goes back to the whole for me at least um, meaning of life. You know, is the meaning of life to be as successful as you possibly can? It can be, right? You know, to pave your own way in life and to make your own way, and to work hard, and capture your dreams, and go after the things you want in life? Or, you know, is it to be with the people that you care about most? And the care, people I care about most right now are you and my family.
0: I know.
1: I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm, we're having a no, conversation. No, I, I like when it. We
0: say that, it makes me feel guilty about living here too.
1: No, we're just talking. We're just talking. Don't feel guilty. I'm going to cry now. Don't cry.
0: Oh, uh, but Jared, but then I think, like, I'm not sure what the answer to that is. It's probably somewhere balanced.
1: There is balance, and I think we do a good job of balancing I it. I think
0: we do, too. I mean, for, like, 230 30-year-olds who live in, on the other coast, we, we see our parents a lot. We do. We're so lucky. I mean, we are so lucky so to lucky. be able to fly home all that much.
1: Absolutely. And I to, like, take agree. off. I think, for me, it's, a, it's just such a uh, different... Um lifestyle
0: well i feel like
1: because i was you grew up in a spot and you know i never lived more than a half hour from my parents
0: well yeah you live in a spot of the country where i feel like a lot of people just stay forever and ever
1: yeah people like what happens in, in in new england for a lot of people is you're born there you get raised there uh you buy a house uh you grow you know, old and then your, your parents pass on and then you get their house and you either move in with their house or you sell their house mm-hmm. uh, or the kids get the house and then you die, you know, in the same <laughs> like, county or town.
0: But that's like a little bit sad when you say it like that. Is it? But then it's not at the same time. Like, I'm you, not sure you, if The way is. you word it sounds depressing. Yeah, but, <laughs> but if, there's it,
1: also a beauty to it.
0: I don't know about the whole they die and then you get the house thing. Yeah, that but the world is a, like-
1: the world is as big as you make it, right? And we've been lucky where our world has broadened ever since being on The Bachelor. We've been, I've, for me personally, I've been to places that I never thought I'd be, or I, I, I never thought I'd be living in L, West Hollywood, you know, like this. Um, I think there's a beauty in, uh, you know.
0: I think there's a beauty in it, I too. Think there's a beauty to No, this small totally. Town. There's absolutely no problem with it. I have no problem with it, but I definitely know that for me. I need a balance, but I think it's interesting because I think it, a lot of it comes from where we grew up, too, because where I grew up was, like, such an elitist place where you work, you work your ass off in high school, yeah. and you go to the best high schools, and then you go to the best colleges you can get into, no matter where they are, and then you, like staying around means oh really you stayed around Mm
1: -hmm.
0: you know there's like a connotation to
1: it yeah i don't think there's a right answer to either one
0: Mm -hmm. no there isn't which i think it's nice that there's a balance and i think the best balance would be for us to be bicoastal
1: (laughs) (laughs) well that's a different conversation but i'm just meaning in the broad broad uh aspect of life i don't think there's a right answer
0: but this all came from you saying that you don't Want to think about our parents being? I mean, who does healthy?
1: Well, healthy, of course, I want to think about my parents. being Yeah, healthy. but like that's or my not, family or you anything.
0: When you think of a bad case scenario, you don't even let yourself think of that.
1: I think. Well, now I'm going to cry.
0: Jared, it's okay.
1: <laughs> I think I. Yeah, it's scary. Fucking life is scary. Sorry. Know, I've had a is. glass of wine too. That's, full, full transparency. You don't have to
0: explain yourself. Well, you yourself. get a little
1: emotional when you drink.
0: Yeah, but like, obviously, it's, just, it's something that we think about all the time.
1: Yeah. Meow. <laughs> I think too, you start thinking about this as you get older. Yeah, I totally. And, and, and you start like for us, we're getting married and, and hopefully starting a family at some point. And I think for me, I just like.
0: <laughs>
1: I think now I have a greater appreciation of everything my parents have done for me, and you realize, you know, <laughs> you just realize how much love they give you. You know,
0: Whew. I don't know why I've. Started Where did this podcast go? More. I don't know why we both started thinking about it more. I, don't know. It's very I think it's because I found you. I think when we got together, I started thinking about it more. Because now you... Well, I'm sorry now, put that thought in your now, head. No, because now we turn into, like, the parents. And then the our parents yeah. turn into the grandparents. And I think yeah. that's what freaks us out because we, like... Cause like you, see, you remember when your parents kind of life goes know, on, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Babe.
0: okay. Should we move on to the next question? Yeah, let's question? move on. That was emotional. Let's move on to another question. 15 minutes On that question, which totally,
1: we should try to do rapid evolve. fire, so we don't. I don't cry know. We don't really quite,
0: like have. I don't. Know.
1: We can do a little rapid fire
0: currently i'm in a long distance relationship as I finish school, but i'm worried about transitioning from spending the majority of our time apart
1: to be- Why? Oh God here we to go now- to, be-
0: to being together every day in the near future
1: okay
0: they've been together for six years he's 20- six
1: years long distance for six years
0: I don't know like she's finishing school, so maybe they were together at one point, and okay. now that they're she's twenty one and he's twenty four that maybe they're thinking. Like okay, this is like when we live together and and stuff.
1: Okay, so what's what's the question? This is when their
0: relationship goes from like a high school relationship to a real life relationship. Totally. Is what so I'm what's
1: it, what's her question?
0: Her question is how, um, how do you just get to that point where you don't get tired of each other? Like, how, she's worried about the transition from not living together to living together.
1: Um,
0: it like wasn't. I guess I think the right the answer to this is that if like you guys are supposed to be together, it won't be that much of a transition. If you're like, right?
1: Yeah. uh, Listen, it's it's the the determining factor of whether you guys get there or not is the strength of your relationship. I mean, that's it. It, it. There's nothing you can really, I mean, you can actively work on it, which you should and put effort into the relationship and put effort into trying to coexist and live together. After being long distance for several years, but
0: <laughs> several, several
1: Rhode Island, <laughs> several years. But at the end of the day, it's really going to come down to on how strong your relationship is. Yeah, I mean that's it's hard. It's almost impossible to answer.
0: I think you'll know pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Sort of. I don't know. Yes and
1: no. Don't forget though. You also have to. there are going to be, be a
0: little growing pains.
1: There'll be growing pains, and you have to have awareness of the excitement that comes with moving in with a significant other. Yeah. Of course. It's new. It's fresh. And especially as a 21 and 24 year old, you're thinking, oh my God, like I'm an adult now and I'm living with the person I'm going to marry. And those are very normal thoughts to have, but they will wear off and then you will only have each other.
0: I will say- And you have to
1: find out if you can- coexists in a very happy and, and and strong relationship
0: you guys are probably still like in some sort of honeymoon phase because long distance will do that long distance kind of always makes it feel like a honeymoon phase because you get excited every time you see each other and i think something that i learned in our relationship was that like i was like why did our honeymoon phase not last super long well one we knew each other for four years before moving into with each other yeah we were different and two, and like people will be like, yeah, but you're only together for so long. Jared and I were pretty much together for four years, you know, yes to a no. certain point. To a certain point.
1: I mean, I don't want to say that because it almost seems...
0: Emotionally, though.
1: Disrespectful to other people that we dated throughout those, those guess, times. So. Yeah. But I agree that we certainly did not have this normal close friendship relationship we were on a dating show and we had more than a friendship off camera
0: and Uh, and then
1: we were just friends but we were like constantly flirty
0: like that was always like
1: well i also think we never talked about dating other people we kind of kept kept that life kept that side of us um to ourselves and never really, you know, you would never come to come up to me and be like, "Oh, I went on this great date with this guy; It was so much fun." Well, no, or, but that's or not or what I'm excited I'm, for I guess, a date. I guess
0: what I'm talking about is like that honeymoon phase.
1: Yeah, I think we'll two, like two things we, for like, this.
0: We were very like, we just knew each other so well, and then when we and got we together, they're totally what like you know that dating period totally, and then moving in. But then I guess where I'm going with this is when you do move in together. This is where I'm going. When you do move in together. It's kind of hard to be like, oh, you can be butterflies every time you walk in the door because you literally live together and you're together more than you are apart, especially in Jared and my situation where we like do so much work together um, that we, you're going to miss that feeling of missing this person because you don't miss them unless they go on a trip. Yeah. So be prepared for that, but also know that just because you are like not feeling butterflies every time they walk in the door, and you are moodier around each other and you're more real. You know, it's not so much like you're always on a date. Yeah. That just don't feel like you're on the wrong track.
1: Yeah. Uh, spoiler alert, that's going to happen in every single relationship you have from now on.
0: Yeah. And because you'll have it, bad weeks and you'll have great
1: weeks of course, and all that. That's called uh, marriage. Yep. You know, which I think a lot of people uh, strive for.
0: okay um
1: but you're also 21 yeah you are
0: 21 don't you know don't
1: hold on for too long because you got plenty of time
0: that's so true
1: and he's 24 one of them is 24 one of them is 21 so you're both young Uh, definitely if you think this is the love of your life put effort into it and see where it goes what makes a life a good one
0: is it the adventure you have can't relate to but we should talk about anyway let's do it we have already been open about commitment and we see a strong future but now they've been together for three years but now he says he doesn't want children i grew up with a shitty family and i want to build my own beautiful family i'm getting older she's 29 and i don't know if i should leave or maybe give up the family for love I wouldn't feel right forcing him to be a father. Please help. He's 27. She's 29. Been together three years.
1: Um, I think that if you're going to give up the f- your your dream of having a family and having kids for this guy, you're going to resent him uh, at some point. And that resentment will not go away because if you stay with him and he doesn't change his mind and he never wants kids, then you'll never have kids and you'll po- probably resent him uh, for the rest of the time that you guys are together. So. Sometimes kids are make or break in a relationship. Mm-hmm. I mean. it's It sucks. You know. Because you always want to think love wins out. But. In certain situations. Specifically with kids in a family. Yeah. Um, some people don't want kids. And that's okay. Some people do want kids. That's okay too. Um, but. That is very difficult. If you disagree on that it's really hard to have a uh, lifelong commitment.
0: Totally. And I think that after three years and at the age of 29, it's definitely time to start giving that a thought. And tell, you know, does he know that you're thinking about breaking up with him for this reason? Because would this him. would be time to start hinting at, not just hinting at that, but saying no. I'm seriously considering not being in this anymore.
1: If you're in a relationship for three years, you should feel comfortable enough to have that conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe he's unaware about how serious you are, about having a family at some point in your life um but i would certainly sit down have that conversation with him see exactly where he lies if he can see himself having kids in a couple years in a few years never um but that's something that you have to be on the same page about because if you're not uh it's only going to um spell trouble down the line totally
0: Um, this question, how do you communicate that I, how can I communicate that I need more affection in a healthy way? I had to go through this with Jared. So I want to know, you know, that I like, So at the beginning of our relationship, he literally didn't stop touching me. So then when he started touching me, like the regular amount that any like, you know, boyfriend or fiance would touch me, I was like, uh, excuse me, where did the smothering go? I like smothering. Um, so she wants to know how to communicate that she needs more affection her boyfriend is wonderful and always there for her but she wants more passion and romance mm-hmm. a little more closed off. She's, he's a little more closed off than she's used to I know it's something personal, just his personality and I don't want to make him feel like it's not enough but I do want to tell him that I feel like we need to turn this more into a relationship than a friendship he's 26, she's 24 they've been together for 10 months I mean. How's the best way of going about that?
1: Uh, telling him. But, you know, exactly, kind of tell him exactly the way you just framed the email. That it's not that you're not enough or that I don't love you. But for my, what I need, you know, I think that's a powerful statement in any relationship. This is what I need. Um I think to phrase it that way is the best possible outcome. Don't approach it saying what you're doing is not enough because that's accusatory and nobody wants that. Um, Sometimes. Sure.
0: But then how can I word it?
1: You can go to them and say, listen, it's not that you're not doing, you know, it's not that you're not loving or touching, but... From what I need, I need more you know mm-hmm. and i 'm sure that there's things that he needs more of as well, so again, communication is the number one key in any relationship. This would be a situation for me personally where it 's not game playing where you try to touch him more. I mean, you could do that. you could start off with you being more touchy and maybe he 'll reciprocate more that 's an you know that 's something you could try at first. Um, you know for you to be conscious consciously aware of touching him more and being more affectionate because maybe in return he'll feel more comfortable touching you back or if you just want to have a conversation but like i said i i wouldn't approach it and say hey what you're doing is not enough i would approach it and say this is what i need you know within a, our relationship got it does that make sense yeah
0: is there anything that you need from me that I don't give you? Um,
1: no, you give me everything, babe.
0: Jared, it's okay if you say something. No. No, as in it's not okay, or no, there really isn't anything?
1: Uh, no, there are some things that are meant to be between the couple, and we can have a conversation about it later. It'll be a nice... Nice little mystery for our audience.
0: I don't think I like this. You're going we'll to keep my bated breath for the next like 10 minutes. Um, yeah, all right. That's so what I do. the next question is My boyfriend and I jumped into living together three months after dating. I know the Bachelor franchise is quite similar to this. Maybe it's because we haven't been dating that long and we're still learning about each other, but we've been bickering a lot and we don't always see eye to eye. I need help getting through the stage. We have lots of communication, but sometimes I feel like that doesn't even help any ideas. She's 25, he's 29. Now they've been together for six months. It's hard. I don't know. I think you guys did jump into it too fast. I mean, just based on the little I know... It sounds like you guys aren't necessarily as compatible as you once thought you would you were. Because you really don't know somebody after three months of dating.
1: Yeah. yeah. It's hard for me to tell someone they jumped too early into it
0: right and like i was say like we just said like it could be growing pains of moving in together
1: but which there are
0: which sure there are but just for it to be after three months makes me Seems feel pretty like, quick yeah
1: um yeah i think sometimes you can jump into things too early and sometimes people have the mindset of the grass is always greener on the other side which again spoiler alert it's usually not um, so that's a hard situation for me to try to give a solution to because I just don't know a lot about it. Yeah. I would say, uh, three months moving in. Seems like it was rushed. Yeah. But from and why was it rushed? I
0: wonder if it's... Because they had, you know, a rent situation. No, but that
1: would obviously be rushing into it. Yeah. Because then you're moving in for financial reasons and not because you want to live with them.
0: Yeah. That's also probably not good because then you bring the financials into a new relationship.
1: That's always scary.
0: Um, Okay. I think we're going to wrap with this question. I think because it may take a minute too, mm-hmm. Ashley, since you've only had a few serious relationships or I'd actually say I've had one.
1: <laughs> yeah. You've had one serious relationship. Which is
0: Jared. Um, how do you get yourself to be confident and secure in the relationship and know that he's the one? My boyfriend is my first and only serious relationship I've ever had. And the only person I've ever slept with. I love him and he's my best friend. and I do see a future with him, but sometimes my mind wonders about the what if because of my lack of experience. You're, She's 23. He's 26. six. You've been together for a year and a half. I'm going to say that the reason that I am so sure with Jared is because, well, one, just natural instinct. But it was because I met him at the age of 27 after having, you know, maybe not serious relationships, but at least, like, having interactions and, like, dates with enough guys. And I don't know. I, I feel like I had... I don't know. Jared, how do you explain this? Like if I had met him at 22 and it seems like you yeah. you guys met at, you know, you were like 21 or 22. I don't know if I would have been as completely sure. I don't know. Could I have I agree. Been? No, you know? I don't think so. Yeah.
1: That's the only thing about this email that makes me hesitant is you're 23.
0: Yeah. And I'm sorry and to I, say that. I don't want to be like ageist or anything. But I think that if I met Jared at 23, even though he may... Even though he is, and would have been my person meeting him at twenty three, I think I still would have been like, "Oh man, there's still so many men out there I have yet to explore. Maybe there's something better for me or like something like that.
1: Yeah, I mean, you you, you can't appreciate a sunny day without a few rainy ones, mm-hmm. you know. So it's and especially hard.
0: since he seems to be your first, everything. I think that Jared and I definitely had like super strong feelings for multiple people before we found each other.
1: Um, well, I mean, we can talk about this because we're getting married. Doesn't matter. I had very strong feelings for one person. Yeah. Um. And there is something to be said about like your first love, right? When you're young. But
0: I had infatuations. I wouldn't have said that I had a true love, but I would say that I had plenty of infatuations. Totally.
1: Um,
0: where I thought that I was in love with somebody, but it really was like the thought of them.
1: Yeah. I mean, it also is possible. Is there a name to this email? No. No. It is also possible that you are in love with this person, but maybe they're not the person you're going to spend the rest of your life with. Yeah. Um, because if you are having thoughts at such a young age of 23 about being with other people, what's going to happen when you're 29, Mm -hmm. you know, are you going to regret not exploring other options? I don't know.
0: I don't know. My whole thing is you should eliminate as many what ifs in your life as possible.
1: Yes and no. What do you mean yes and no? Because you're always going to have what ifs.
0: Sure, but like eliminate as many as possible.
1: Sure, absolutely. Like reach for as many
0: dreams, you know, actually act on as many dreams and make as say yes to many things that you wouldn't normally, so you never have to look back and be like, if I'd only done that, if I'd only done that.
1: There comes a point where the grass is greener on the other side theory comes into play, right? I feel like a lot of people who are... Again, I don't want to be an ageist and put an age directly on it. But somebody who's perceived to be ready for marriage and take that commitment and they get nervous because they're concerned that there might be somebody better out there for them. This happens with a lot of single people, right? Where I would argue a lot of single guys where they go on a date and... The girl checks off nine of the ten boxes, but she doesn't check off one box. And so he rationalizes in his head that this person is not meant for them because they're not perfect for them. But there's nobody perfect out there. Like, we're fantastic together. I think we we compliment each other.
0: I think Jared is pretty darn perfect for me. I think Jared is perfect for me. Except I wish he was less moody. Exactly. I'm not and perfect for
1: you. And then
0: for me, well, how would you, I am perfect for you except? Certain things. Just say it. No. Come on. No. Jared. No. Please.
1: No. I love you.
0: I just said something about you.
1: I know. Nothing comes to mind.
0: You're a liar.
1: A good one. <sighs> I love you. Um, but you're right. There are certain aspects that we don't, we're not compatible with, right? I think we're compatible 90% mm-hmm. in terms of our strengths and weaknesses. But there's 10% of us that isn't. And so I think a lot of people would take that 10% and say, well, this obviously isn't the person <laughs> for me. There must
0: be somebody who
1: I click with 100%. Exactly. And that's absolutely not real life. Exactly. But some people think that way, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but with her situation, it's difficult because I want to tell you to keep working on your relationship and to tell you that those what ifs are always gonna be there and you need to just realize how great you have it right now with this particular person. But you're twenty three. Yeah. And you're so young. And I'm I'm nervous that the older you get, those what ifs will get more and more frequent. Um, to you've, the point where you're unhappy in your relationship,
0: and you've only been together for a year and a half.
1: So, so
0: it's a little early on to even be having the what ifs if you are in such a happy relationship.
1: Yeah, that's a
0: good point. so. I don't know. I don't know. Take either. our advice. reevalue the relationship.
1: Talk to the person. Talk to
0: the person. But even if let them like know
1: how you're feeling,
0: you hear of a lot of young couples who they got together early and then they had to break up so that the person could see if there was anything else out there and they come back together. But I know that doesn't sound good either to be like, oh, I got to see what else is out there.
1: Yeah, that's not good.
0: I know, it's not good, right?
1: That's a horrible thing to say to someone. Yeah. <laughs> I need to see what else is out there.
0: Yeah, you shouldn't huh. say that.
1: Don't phrase it that way. But there is some truth to that and there's nothing wrong with it but it's all how you say it yeah I um, need to
0: like learn more about me and yeah, not in a relationship I need to
1: do some soul searching yeah. you know? I know it's such BS but
0: I need to socialize in different environments with different groups of people I don't know
1: um, yeah I don't know I, I, I don't I don't think you Jared, should phrase it.
0: Jared's driving me crazy with his hair.
1: I know. My hair's all over the place. Uh, I don't think you should phrase it like Ashley said, which is I need to uh, explore with other people I you know, wasn't I was figure out Ugh. if I want to be with you or not. I know. That's horrible.
0: I feel like a, there's like celebrity couples who have done that. Like Jessica Biel and uh, Justin Timberlake.
1: There's a lot of couples in this world that have done that. Yeah. And I'd probably argue... There's nothing wrong with it. Yeah. I mean, just Um,
0: for two examples, Jessica Biel and and Justin Timberlake did that. And then they got back together and they knew it was like, you know, they're supposed to be together. I don't know why I'm throwing out these examples because they've stuck out to me. Nick, um, Nick Lachey and Jessica Simpson did this and then they ended up coming back together. But then obviously ended up divorcing. mm -hmm. So, no, no.
1: Life is a roller coaster.
0: Lauren just sent me a very sad text, which makes me feel like okay, I gotta get off this podcast now. What did she goes, say? "Do you have any leftovers for me? If not, I'll make macaroni and cheese."
1: Macaroni and cheese. Sound- she true. has. She has macaroni and cheese. Uh, sounds pretty good right she now. She has like so. the
0: powder one though.
1: That's great. I love the powder one.
0: Really? Yeah.
1: I'm more of what's the one yeah, you like? Yeah, you
0: like, now you like the Cracker Barrel and the Deluxe, the craft Deluxe.
1: Oh, is it craft Deluxe? Yeah.
0: Okay, Which yeah. comes in the squeezy pouch.
1: Yeah, it's very good. Yeah, but he always, never grew up with the, with the pouch. I always had the pouch. No, I was the powder guy. But I enjoy some powder macaroni and cheese every once in a while, too. I like
0: Annie's powder. Okay. No, well, you guys, um, I hope this was like a little bit informative, and I hope you don't think that we complain about our wedding too much.
1: No, the question was, what are you not looking forward to? And it was hard for us to think of things. So we were trying to think of like, well, pictures and not spending enough time with each person.
0: We did concentrate on the stress of it all, though, too. And like, we didn't sound particularly excited, which we are. But like...
1: I think it's... We've talked about so many positive things about the wedding. I don't think it's the worst to talk about some negatives as well. I don't want to make it... I don't want to lie to our audience and be like, nope, everything's perfect and we just can't wait for the day and it hasn't been stressful at all. And no, it's been stressful at times and sometimes it, it, it really can affect us. Mm-hmm. But we're very much looking forward to the day and, and the week of, honestly.
0: I just want to sign that paperwork with you and legally bind you to me.
1: Um, that's terrifying.
0: <laughs> no, it's not. No, I'm
1: kidding. It's not.
0: Jared, I think that's why Ashley. I like it so much.
1: What, now I'm yours? Yes. Legally? Legally. You're about the legality Kinda of it. What kind of wacko am I? I don't know.
0: I feel a like it's not one. official until it's done, you it's know? It's
1: official. You got a ring on your finger. Well, yeah. It's pretty official.
0: It's just, yeah.
1: I'll have a ring on my well, finger Well, As, long, as soon, soon as
0: you have a ring on your finger, then it's really good. to official. I told official.
1: you I'd wear an engagement ring.
0: I know. And then you like kind of stopped talking about that.
1: Well, you, I then because I was like, other people, other people were, they're like, what kind of man are you? I thought you were such a man because of that. I thought so too. I still think so. Why
0: haven't you, where is your ring? I
1: think it was more of my buddies just trying to bust my balls. Where's your ring? Uh, I don't know.
0: Is it in our room?
1: Yes, it's in the room.
0: Okay. Well, I think you are so sexy with it on your finger. Thanks, babe. It's so hot. You know you're hot with it on. Mm. Yes.
1: Not really. Remember it's that George. episode of Seinfeld where George wears a wedding ring because women yeah. are more attracted to yeah, him? Yeah, yeah. And because of
0: definitely, it? It definitely backfired. Yes. Because of course it would. It
1: usually does with a George Costanza plan. Mm-hmm. Anyway. All right. That's bye enough guys. about Seinfeld.
0: Thank you so much. Thanks for following our, our love journey.
1: Yeah. Sorry if we're boring.
0: I don't think we're boring. I nah, feel like I people are right. going to like overanalyze everything we say.
1: I mean, we over like I over-analyze, on it, overanalyze everything Tom Brady says. So.
0: You're quitting us to Tom Brady.
1: No, yeah, I guess I did. That was kind that of that was stupid, douchey, yeah, and obnoxious. Yeah. Anyway, let's get let's get out of here. Okay, okay let's stop. Recording. All right, bye guys. Bye. Thank you for listening. I don't-